0: primary Primary ignition.
1: This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. is up all of you ugnaughts and jawas out there and welcome back to our home base welcome home mando talk the original uh greatest show on mics it is us mando truth talk, talking star wars uh i can't wait for this evening uh, for all of these news pieces uh that we're gonna hit and joining me is none other than DJ Foster, a.k.a. Rebel Scum Texan. Boom. What's up, everybody? Glad to be here.
0: Man, I'm, I'm repping my Tejas hat tonight. Okay. L- love this hat. Got my Cowboys are playing, so I'm going <laughs> to catch up on that after oh, the show, uh, okay. even though they uh, probably will get stomped by Tom Brady and the Bucks, But that's okay. Not a big deal. And uh, I'm here repping just my home state. I've got my buddy Grogu, not only just on my shirt, there he is, but also Uh on my wall with my Mando Talk hat up there. And uh, I'm just ready to roll. But I got to tell you, I've been been in a meme war all day. And all right. Yeah. Going back and forth with some buddies of mine over at Middle Earth Theological Seminary on Facebook. And I lost a shameless book big time. Big time. I'm all about the shameless plug around here. I'll plug anything. You just put it in the comments. Yeah. Um, Shout out Jonathan Chong. But (laughs) anyway, (laughs) you got to go back. Was that last week, two Uh weeks ago, whenever that was. So just check us out. Go back and listen to our old stuff. But no, I'm going to lose that meme war. But I'm not here to talk about memes. I'm here to talk about
1: Star Wars. Star Here's some Star Wars Wars news. Star Wars. Now, we don't We probably don't need to waste any time like there's so much that we can get to. So uh, we're not going to waste time. But again, if you are new here, hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button if you are digging what you're seeing. Uh, And if you love Star Wars, do those things as well. We are two people, two dudes that love Star Wars. If you love Star Wars, this is your place. Uh, So, again, subscribe here on YouTube. Follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk. We have tons of fun on all of those platforms. I think that's all of our plugs, except Discord. There it is. Discord. Click that link that's in the description. Come chat with us at any time 24-7, 365. Uh, you can always find us there. But With all of that down and out of the way, again, let's not waste time. And at any point, if you're watching live with us, you tell us what you think about all of this news and especially the title of this video nights or podcast episode nights of the Old Republic remake announced. Tell us what you think of that. We're going to get to that topic in a minute. I promise we'll get there. This ain't clickbait. We're going to talk about it. (laughs) So tell us what you think about it and we'll read your chat your live chat here on air uh, and discuss it with you that's what this is all about we're discussing oh, yeah. star wars with each other now let's not waste time let's get into it first thing off the top these off the tops we're going to hit a little quicker than originally planned admittedly because again, we're moving today, we're moving faster than uh-huh. anakin skywalker in a pod race baby we gotta <laughs> there move you go. there you go we do have to move and here it is first news piece the lego star wars Terrifying Tales released an official trailer this past week. Now, what I wanted to do is just mention a couple of my quick takeaways. Number one, please, Star Wars fans, do not take this too seriously. These Lego things are just always fun. And man, does this trailer look like just a bunch of good old silly Fun, So I'm here for it. I'm digging it. Second thing that I just wanted to mention before I pass it back to you, DJ, is the by far the most intriguing thing from the trailer for me was Ben Solo being, I guess, persuaded, convinced to join the dark side. Now, that image that I have, I think I'm pointing the wrong way if I'm on. No, no, I I don't know. I don't know where I'm pointing. The image is here somewhere. There it is. There it is. I
0: don't I don't know (laughs) that
1: image that's on YouTube that I have displayed, I am questioning who is that dude with the flow that is c- persuading Kylo persuading Ben Solo with the Knights of Ren. Do you know, DJ? I do. I don't
0: know him by name. I think his name actually is Ren. That is the Ren. Oh, um, so this is that
1: connection. This
0: is that comic book series. Okay. Um, uh, the story of Kylo Ren turning to the dark side, which by the way, if, if you're listening and watching and you have not read that comic line, Oh my gosh. I read it last year during quarantine Mm -hmm. times and oh man, I loved it. I I ate it up. It was, it was so good. It was like, you know how when you're grocery shopping and you put the grapes in your cart and you just take a grape or two. I (laughs) I was done with the grapes before I got to the, to the lot to check out. That's how good this, that's how good this uh, line of comics was. So yeah, that I think is the Wren. OK, the
1: original Wren. That makes sense now. All right. So yeah. what are your quick takeaways uh, from that trailer, that terrifying tales? trailer? Well,
0: first of all, Wren, I mean, him being there Perfect. with the other Knights of Wren, I thought that was fantastic. And I'm glad you chose that as an image for our YouTube uh, viewers. And I, I think him being there is really cool to see him pursuing Ben Solo. And it's not, you know, everybody wants a little bit more Ben Solo. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I think we could all do ourselves a a good favor if we had a little bit more Ben Solo in our lives. Um, But at the same time, seeing him do that and being there and and being pursued by the Knights of Ren, such a cool thing. I also like that this is kind of like Poe Dameron feeling uh, out these like scary stories around a campfire type vibe. Of course, the campfire in this scenario is literally Mustafar. So it's always on fire. We love it, you know. Um, And then also Ben Solo wielding a green lightsaber
1: dude I, yes that was another I was, thing
0: i was so thrown off by that but i love it i think it's well, great th-
1: the only green lightsaber that i know of him being around is luke's but right i don't know oh. i don't know how how that would well wait it is missing in the sequel trilogy is it not it's the blue one that was the right. green one
0: no i would just assume he had that kind of hidden away like leia's lightsaber in uh, rise of skywalker no, that was always I, my guess
1: like Luke uses the green saber to, you know, whenever that confrontation between him and Ben goes down. Right. But I was thinking potentially maybe when the rubble goes down, maybe Ben grabbed the green saber and bounced. It's possible. Maybe okay. we see that in Lego version. I don't know. It'd be, that'd be cool. It'd be something different. And then
0: also I want to mention Luke Skywalker and kind of a, they're giving us a what if is what Dude, they're I'm, doing. Yes. Dude, they're weird. giving us a what if star Wars. Are There's we on same. the same? Yes! Are we best friends now? no but for real i thought that was cool it's like this little what if scenario yeah and vader is like your name's luke skywalker come up come here buddy you know let me yeah you know it's a whole thing i think that's fantastic and i can't wait to see um what they do with that when it drops is that next month it drops
1: october 1st
0: october 1st only that's that's no time that's a few weeks away
1: exactly we'll we'll have it to enjoy and again don't take it too seriously it's just gonna be yeah. fun just like all the other Lego stories that we've gotten before but you let us know those of you out there listening what do you think about Lego Star Wars terrifying tales uh I thought it looks fun and I can't wait to see it okay yeah next one a uh, quick off the top news piece is all about Ray Skywalker now, yes this for me was a big deal uh, only because I have wanted this thing ever since I saw it Hasbro officially reveals that a race Skywalker force effects lightsaber will be coming in spring of 2022. And I believe that I saw that pre-orders were actually beginning today. Now I did not get in on that uh, because I saw that price tag. Uh, and we'll talk about Whoa. maybe why I'm not spending that kind of money later in this stream. When we get to maybe that, uh, Knights of Old Republic remake news piece. Okay. okay, It's time to start time to start saving some money if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh but anyway, I just wanted to real quickly talk about Ray finally getting a Force Effects lightsaber edition of her own made saber in the Rise of Skywalker. I think that's awesome. Go get it if you have that capability. I would love to get my hands on it because, in my opinion, it's slowly becoming my favorite saber in the entire franchise. I think it's one
0: of the most unique looking sabers. You know, I believe it was the rise of Skywalker visual dictionary that told us that she took um, her staff that she had with her throughout the whole sequel trilogy pretty much Mm -hmm. and made her lightsaber from parts of it. Um, When you look at this thing up close, there's some seriously awesome detail on
1: it. Yes. Yes. Um,
0: Not to mention that it has this really awesome display looking kickstand. I think based on the box image I'm looking at right now, I could be totally wrong, but, One thing I want to point out is that it's a force effects elite.
1: Yes. And that, that
0: goes, that goes with the price tag you mentioned, because it says right here on star Wars news net, that it's going to be running around, uh, 265 doll hairs. So, I mean, (laughs) it's going to be a lot of coin and, you know, for the hardcore collectors do your thing. I mean, I don't, don't blame you at all. If you're a hardcore collector, because, um, someone's got to do it. And the cool thing I think about people are going to do it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And one of my favorite things about this, I don't know about you, but the blade, I think detaches.
1: Yeah. Okay. In one
0: image I saw, there was no blade. And I thought, dude, can you imagine like you show up to celebration and you've got the blade just stuck in like your backpack and you have the hilt hanging, like you're actually a Jedi. Uh I just think that'll be a lot of fun for a lot of the force effects collectors And personally, if I could get a hold of it, I would don't think I'm going to, um, Mm -hmm. for similar reasons that you pointed out just a moment ago, uh, alluding to what we will talk about here in a bit. Um, but I think it's awesome. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, really cool thing to see. And, uh, maybe one day I'll know someone who owns one and they'll let me swing it around a little bit. (laughs) We'll we'll find out.
1: Absolutely. Well, special shout out to blue harvest bricks, uh, in the live chat uh, Blue Harvest Brick says hey guys nice to see Star Wars announcements are being moved to coincide with the Mando Talk live stream these days ain't that the truth baby we're gonna For get real? To that big we're gonna get to that big news piece I promise but you know we did want to share our Star Wars love with uh, some of these other news pieces that have come out this week uh, let's go ahead and With that in mind, let's move on to our next news piece. Uh, We might spend a little bit of time with this one, only because I think it can develop some important conversation. Uh, The Armorer, the Armorer from The Mandalorian, played by Emily Swallow, was originally written to be killed off at the end of season one. This comes from Miss Swallow herself. She said, John Favreau told me that he had originally written it that she did sacrifice herself. And that was the end of the armor. And then he changed his mind. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, thank you as well, because I love uh, the character of the armor. And I'll be completely honest. I was bummed whenever she did not make an appearance in season two. So with that in mind, I think I've already revealed my answer to this question. DJ, do you want to see the armor yet again in this story?
0: Absolutely. Um, You know, she played a vital role in season one of the mandalorian and emily swallow just in that scene was she's not the no she wasn't the star performer she was the actress behind right. the armor and she was she just has the voice of wisdom mm-hmm. um and i thought that was really cool given that Din Djarin was kind of on this um path of You know, growing growth, I guess, you know, um, trying to figure out who he is and put himself in a a new place, which, you know, we got to see a ton thanks to Grogu as well. But at the same time, her coming out and saying this like, wow, it was it was a shocking thing to think, you know, uh, she would be killed off, essentially. And I'm so glad she didn't because I have my own personal theories about who the armorer actually is. Um, whether or not they are on point is a different story, Okay, but, um, I don't want to say anything unless you have something else you want to (laughs) add.
1: No, I mean, I'm actually, I think I have a feeling what one of your theories is based off of a tweet. Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's hear I mean, do, do you feel comfortable with throwing this theory? Sure. Out why not? It's okay. It's let's pu- hear it. It's
0: pure speculation. Let's but I, hear think it. she, I think she's raised mom. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I think it could possibly be Omega and Omega. Omega, Omega. Yes. Down from New Zealand. No, but I, I think it would be really cool if we had this tie in because I know there were all kinds of crazy speculations and rumors Hmm. about about boba fett during the bad batch and um when we got the name drop boba in bad batch i thought okay you know this would be really cool if we got a tie-in and i went oh wait a second hold on she oh okay it might yes maybe Hold, we don't know but it's also i'm crazy for saying it so here we are (laughs) and you know it's not too far-fetched but at the same time it's completely far-fetched that it's like this is ridiculous plus boba's got his helmet off and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever yeah. my my b theory if that's my a theory this is my okay. b theory would be a minor character from uh season seven of the clone wars her name was rook um was running oh. around on mandalore and yeah. um you know she was on she was one of the mall Deloreans, as i like mm-hmm. to say so uh I, I think it could be her but you know you know omega i'm gonna stick with the omega camp for now we'll just okay.
1: we'll just wait and see all right i'll leave it at that you know, I. I mean, I'm, I'm not against it, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's ridiculous. But, you know, that's what speculation
0: is for. Speculation yeah. is for ridiculousness. <laughs>
1: sure, sure. Now, I did have one more question before we moved away from the armor. Do you think we'll see her in season three? Because in my opinion, I really do think we're going to get her. Um, I think that there's been enough motive from maybe just the fans, the fans want to see the character return. We've gotten kind of teases that in season three, we're going back to digging into the Din Djarin character. And you kind of already alluded to this. The armorer plays that role perfectly. And I think with that in mind, because I think, like I said, I think we've gotten some teases along that thread that it's going to be more grounded in who is Din Djarin. With that in mind, I think we're going to get uh, the armorer back uh, in season three of the Mandalorian.
0: I, ho- I certainly hope so, because I know that there was also an interview that Emily Swallow did. And that is in the article <clears throat> that uh, Star Wars Newsnet put out, because it was her and also the guy that plays Dr. Pershing. Uh, okay. We're at DragonCon Yes, Dragon Con 2021. And they both are interviewed and they are very cheeky about whether or not they were going to return for season three. In fact, um, they they were asked, are you returning? And they both said season three of what? you know we're being that's what this article says and and i believe that it was emily swallow who said i can neither confirm nor deny which you know in modern vernacular excuse me usually means yeah you're gonna see me again and then also um the actor who played dr pershing whose last name i cannot pronounce so i'm not even gonna try but um he, he said i'm always hopeful we'll see which is you and McGregor all over again. So
1: (laughs) yeah, absolutely.
0: 100% we see, I'm saying, you know what? I'm calling it right now. We see both of them, both of them. And you come back to this stream one day and tell me if I was right or wrong.
1: No, because I'm going, I'm going, they're both coming back. You're both of them. 100% right. Well, listen guys out there. What do you think? Do you think we'll see the armor again in season three of the Mandalorian? It sounds like we're pretty adamant that we're going to get that return. Uh, But you tell us now, That is our main off or or sorry, those are our off the top like topics there, just like the quick little news pieces that we wanted to hit quickly. Now, these next three, though, are bigger news pieces, in my opinion, that we're going to spend a little bit more time dissecting. And again, I promise I know everybody out there is hype about this Knights of the Old Republic. We're getting there. I promise. Don't go away. Don't go away. But first, I wanted to talk about this. Star Wars Visions that is the next content that we will be getting uh, from Lucasfilm Star Wars Visions officially released a poster and in that poster this is the big thing that I want to talk about in that poster it was revealed that all nine short stories will be available on the day that the show premieres which is September 22nd now I think me and Zach had talked about that prior and we kind of expected them to potentially toy with dropping it all because they hadn't done that before so we do finally get confirmation that that is the case however i gotta be honest with you i think i'm a little bummed out by that i think i've started to get used to this weekly conversation about new content whenever they release shows so in a sense i guess i'm bummed about it but I'm excited to be able to binge watch it all and just live in the glory of Star Wars in anime form. What do you think?
0: Well, I'm not bummed that they're all coming out at once because the way I look at it is, oh, I get to watch all these one after the other. Mm -hmm. And I have no issue with that. Now, I know that, like, for me, it's exciting because it's new Star Wars content. It's not, you know, necessarily canon of course it 100 percent isn't canon they told us that it's legends and i think that's why that they're putting all of these episodes out at once because it's not something they just necessarily want you to return to each week
1: mm, I um see what you're saying.
0: and i think that that's okay if they do that i mean again they can do whatever they want because they're lucasfilm but um yeah. at the end of the day you know and like, like i said a few weeks ago you can just do whatever you want for the rest of time forever and i don't care like you can your lucasfilm go ahead and do however you want but at the same time You know, I I really do think that it's okay that they're putting them all out at once. You know, it's 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 considered legends and I'm okay that first of all, I'm okay that it's considered legends. I was never upset that it wasn't canon. Um, And for me, I thought that gave a lot of opportunity, um, which actually is kind of would be a nice segue to our main topic here in just a little bit, but I'll hold (laughs) off. But at the same time, you know, they're putting all those out there at once. So what? I mean, I mean it sounds I don't mean it like that. Not like so what.
1: But like right right.
0: It's not a big deal, you know. It's yeah. it's great to see something like that out there that doesn't have any effect on future canon.
1: Yeah. No, and I agree with that take. I I think it's I think it's going to be refreshing once I see it for a big content dump and to just watch yeah. it all uh and not have to worry about a week to week to week uh discussion on it or just reviewing it or or talking about it. But Um, I am excited nonetheless. I think it's going to be really, really, really special. I think it's going to be really cool. And kind of like you talked about, because it's not tied to canon, I think that's going to make the show even better. So I'm very excited to see this format. Now, i got to give a shout-out here because we're fixing to get into a topic that I know uh, Zach Horvath is very passionate about. He mentioned in the chat, we have 81 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, First of all, Nineteen subs away from our yes. goal of one hundred. Let's do it, guys. We can get
0: there. Let's just do it. You, so for you newbies, tell someone about Mando Talk. Tell somebody about what we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because yeah. we want we want the love of not just Mando, but all things Star Wars, even the geek verse, to be spread amongst the internet, among, uh, across the web, as they mm-hmm. used to say when we were little children. No one's Absolutely. calls it the web anymore, do they? The World Wide Web. You don't hear don't anybody know, say that. I don't anymore. know
1: what they. I don't know what they call it anymore.
0: I man. like to call it the interwebs. <laughs> the interwebs, sure. I like the interwebs. So throw it out there. Let us know, um, or let other people know about us. So that's my yeah. that's my excitement for there hitting eighty one less than yeah. nine. I mean, less than twenty. Nineteen than 20. away.
1: Nineteen. I love away. it. Help, that's help fantastic. Us get there. All right, this is the moment that you have all been waiting for. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake has been given an official announcement with a teaser trailer getting dropped today during PlayStation's showcase. Massive. Hey! What you got? Hey, guys!
0: Hey guys. <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic's back! Hey! Did you hear? It's back! It's back. All right, everybody knows now.
1: Everybody <laughs> no, knows now. Know. They definitely know. <laughs> The interwebs are going crazy about this. news. Dude, it was completely honest. Uh, So real quickly, just want to set up expectation with this as far as our discussion of this goes. We here at Mando Talk, we're all about the Star Wars story. Now, I know some of you are video gamers, so like I said, I like plugging friends, so plug and shout out to Zach Orvath, the man over at Video Game Nightcap. I'm sure over there on his YouTube channel, he'll dissect like who's behind the game, the companies that are working on it, the studios, all of that stuff. But here at Mando Talk, what we're going to do with our discussion with Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is we're going to talk more so like story, what it means for the franchise, what it means for the characters, what it means moving forward. So I just wanted to make that aware. We're not your video gamers as far as all of that fancy stuff behind the scenes. Again, that's our boy, Zach Horvath. So go check out Video Game Nightcap if you have not done so to hear that type of discussion with Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. So with that said. I just want to simply, before we dive deeper into it, just share our thoughts on the teaser trailer. Now, obviously, it was very simple. We got Darth Revan making an appearance, which was incredible seeing him in this new uh, format, updated graphics, all of that stuff. And also, the voice. I believe I've read now that the voice was a familiar character of Bastilla Shan. I hope I said that character correct. So I think me not knowing how to say that character correct gives a clue as to my awareness of Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I have played it before. Don't get me wrong, but it's been just so long and so far ago and I didn't dive too deep into it that I don't remember much of it. So if I'm being honest, it almost kind of feels like I haven't played it. Uh, But with that said, I'm still very stoked. This uh, teaser trailer does its job as far as getting people stoked so I'll pass this to DJ. Do you feel equally equally stoked?
0: I am equally stoked. Stoked? Equally equally, <laughs> equally stoked. That's what that's the Jar Jar Binks way of saying it. No, honestly, I think it's it's very exciting because um, now, even though I have never played uh, uh, the Ninety Republic, and here I'm going to give my reason why before you're like, "Oh, this guy's trash." Sure. So the reason the reason I've never played it is it came out before I had a console that mm-hmm. I could play it on. Right. By the time I got a console I could play it on, it I just didn't know about it anymore. You know, it mm. just wasn't like a thing I was aware of in a small town in central Texas. It just wasn't a thing I was aware of. So as I've grown up and as I've heard about legends as it was before the expanded universe, I knew about Darth Revan. I kind of know his story a little bit, like mm-hmm. unpaquito, like right, super right, small. Right. And I'm OK with only knowing a little bit about him, but I know that when this game does come out and it's read made and it looks like, I don't know, it could be a movie, basically, as soon as sure. it comes yeah. out and it looks good. And on the PlayStation 5, which I've heard nothing but good things about, right. I've heard only the only people who trash on the PlayStation 5 are Xbox guys. Sure. It's the only people I've ever heard say, oh, no, PlayStation 5. It's, you know, it's going to be one of those games you can get on the PS5. So, and I even saw on Twitter today, people were like, oh, that PS5 was a decent investment. And I was like, yeah, it probably <laughs> was now. Um, but all that have to say, you know, I, I'm excited, like you said, about the story side of things. You know, I'm the guy who, who, who bought squadrons for the story.
1: Yep. You same. know,
0: and I didn't, yeah, Flash Spaceship, cool. You know, you can do that on like every Star Wars game pretty much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, doing it for the story is kind of where I'm at. I did the same thing with Jedi Fallen Order. I have no problem saying that. So clearly, I'm not a gamer, which is why you should go check out video game Nightcap. Mm -hmm. That's why you should go check out what Horvath's doing, because he does a fantastic job of of that stuff over there. Um, But at the same time, for me, it's all about the story. I'm right Mm -hmm. there with you, Caleb. Um, So, yeah. That's what I got on that. (laughs) It looks
1: good. It's enough to get us going now specifically i've seen conversation on twitter and on the interwebs about is this game canon i think that's always the million dollar question
0: which is exactly what blue harvest bricks just asked in the chat the live chat
1: dude what perfect timing perfect timing now so let me read the quote that is on starwars.com that a lot of people on twitter are running with to make a statement about it it says KOTOR, which is part of legends storytelling, dials the Star Wars clock back to over 4,000 years before the Skywalker saga. I've seen people running with that quote and saying, That's it. That's proof right there. They're going to continue making this legends and fitting in that mold. That's not how I interpreted that paragraph in that article. I thought, it, I think more so that quote is referencing KOTOR in the past uh, and the sure. past video game, the first one not necessarily this remade version. So I still think it might be up in the air as far as if it's canon or not. Now, again, let me plug myself here a little bit. They have been pulling these legend stories so much lately for a reason. This is another piece of that puzzle. Guess what's fixing to come out in this kind of time frame? The Acolyte. They're getting you set up for the Acolyte and all of these different things that are going on in this time period. This is a piece of that, but I think the piece, I think KOTOR has a big enough fan base for it to really be its own thing, honestly, but regardless, I do think that plays a little bit in this. So what do you think, DJ? Do you think it's canon? Because honestly, I think it's 50-50 right now. Like I I haven't fully committed, uh, and I don't think they really have fully mentioned if it's canon or not.
0: No, I don't think they've mentioned if it's canon or not. I did see one person say, well, if you want to know if it's canon or if it's legends, it says so right here on Star Wars website, which that's fine if it says that the original Knights of the Old Republic is legends at this point. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that this won't tie into canon going forward. I think really for me, the the focus for me is on this sentence that says it dials the Star Wars clock back. Mm -hmm. So when you think about the idea of it, dialing it back, it's like, are we And it's And it straight up says remake Mm -hmm. on the official title. So for me, the word remake and then dialing the clock back, literally, they're saying we're going to do. It's almost like they're saying we're doing this over so that we can make it canon is what it sounds like to me. Almost
1: in a sense. Yeah, you could interpret it that way for sure.
0: And you have to think about how Lucasfilm does things. They're sneaky. And every, or f- truthfully, just about everybody that works at Disney's anything is sneaky. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very close, you know, I don't know what to say, close set, close. I don't want to say close minded because that's not the right um, phrasing, but they're, they're keep it to themselves. They play it very close to the vest. That's probably sure. a good way to put there you it. Go. So there you go. the fact that they are, you know, like you've been reading these legends novels and I've been diving into some Star Wars legends comics about Darth Vader. So for me, it's like, well, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of Vader. You're on the Thrawn train, which I don't blame you because cool. Thrawn is so cool. Um, and I, here before too long, I'm going to start reading Darth Plagueis, the novel. Yeah. So when I jump into it, because I've never read it before, and so mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. So no one spoil anything for me. <laughs> but once I get to that point and I dive into this, th- these stories that are being essentially reprinted you know, mm-hmm. these books that lends to it. And you even mentioned Acolyte, which I completely, I forget about Acolyte until someone mentions it because wow. it's just, <laughs> I know. And I shouldn't because it's just uh-huh. this thing that's just like, it's floating somewhere in space with the right. opening crawl to every Star <laughs> Wars movie. It's just out there. And when I hear about it, I'm like, well, okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. Cause Leslie Headland's doing her thing with that. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But thinking about where this can go to me right now, it screams canon. And okay. if that's where it continues to go, not to mention in the Rise of Skywalker, which is shirt sure, you are repping very well tonight, my friend. Let's they <laughs> do give a small mention to I believe it was a squadron of troopers um, called a Revan squad or squad Revan, or it okay. was a Star Destroyer named Revan. I can't remember. So yeah. it's one of the it's something like that. It's just it's out there. It's like
1: subtle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Revan's canon because it's there. Mm-hmm. And, and now that we've got him basically in the flesh you know mm-hmm. i mean as as close to in the flesh as we've ever seen him sure it screams canon to me and if it ends up being canon man i'll be in line i mean i'll sell what i'll give blood or whatever i gotta do i'll go donate plasma to get um this playstation 5 because i'm thinking it might be worth it at this point sure. I think it might be really a a nice time to maybe, you know, upgrade a little bit just for the sake of having this access to a game I've never had access to. Right. So for me, it's going to be one of these really cool things if it all plays out well.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that take. I certainly hope that it is canon because I think that would be really cool. Now that does, of course, it's going to come with, you know, it's going to open the gates as far as people that are diehard original KOTOR fans. And if if they remake this to make it Canon and yet they take out the things they just absolutely love, of course, that's going to open the floodgates and that's going to happen. But I'm going to take the the pros of that story being remade in this new tech world that we live in, as far as how beautiful the PlayStation five is. Uh, I would take that any day to see Revan back in Canon um, and to, you know, like you said play this game the way it deserves to be played like I've mentioned I've, I've played with a little bit but not enough to just fall in love with it like all of these people out here or out there really have fallen in love with it and rightfully so from the things that I've read or heard about it it really does sound like an incredible story and I can't wait to try to get my hands on the PlayStation five in order to play this game in all of its glory. So I don't necessarily think we have answered the question of, is it canon or not? Because again, I don't think the studio has answered that question. fully. Now, again, I might need to go back and watch the PlayStation showcase, maybe read between the lines and I can give a better answer to that. But right now with the things I have read, at least because reading is all about kind of your own internal interpretation right now, it's kind of 50, 50 for me. Uh, So we'll see, but I would certainly be excited uh, if it was canon. Now, next thing that I wanted to do was, again, I pulled from this StarWars.com article about clues of what to expect. So I think this fits the mold with the original. it says the galactic republic is at its height and has just been through a major war jedi are plentiful but so are the sith and the evil darth malik leads a growing legion of dark warriors players will go on an epic adventure and along the way visit different worlds amass a party of memorable beings and uncover their own mysterious past that sounds beautiful i'm there i sounds like an absolute awesome game
0: (laughs) I think the coolest thing for me out of that sentence there is the idea of there being a growing legion of dark warriors. Mm -hmm. I feel like if they were going to be Sith, they would straight up use the word Sith because it's one of these words I feel like is made its way into pop culture in a very good way. Not to mention, it's been the title of a Star Wars movie, Revenge of the Sith. We are Mm -hmm. aware of certain things about the Sith. Of course, Palpatine being literally like the king of the Sith, you know? Right. Um, And so I don't, like for me, I have no idea who Darth Malak is, but that's because, again, of my lack of ever having access to the game. Mm -hmm. And um, at the same time, though, the idea that the Jedi are plentiful, but so are the Sith. Maybe that's what they mean when they say "light Legion of Dark Warriors." That those are Sith because they're plentiful.
1: Whatever. Yeah, that's what I. Was, that's how I was looking at that.
0: Okay, so now I have come to the dark, <laughs> not the light. The I've, I've, uh, I've been enlightened to the dark side here on this one, which um, is fine. But at the same time, I think it's cool because you know I think a lot of us have seen those clips on YouTube of um uh, the the main like story sequences the cinematic sequences from those games where people are like running through forests and like you've got what look like clone troopers but aren't clone troopers are like full-on elbowing guys in the in the throat and you're just mm-hmm. like this is cool like and as a guy i love ufc as a, as a big fan of the ufc i think wow this is Like, I like seeing these kinds of things. So mix that with characters I am unaware of, don't know about. And you get to this point where you're like, oh, wow, this is this is going to be one heck of a story. And again, like I said a moment ago, the story is what's gripping to me. Sure. And the fact that we get to visit these different worlds and play as, I guess, a few different characters. You Mm -hmm. know, to me, that's worth it, especially for the story's sake.
1: Yeah, I really do think that they have an opportunity to to do something very remarkable with this game uh i don't know as far as a release date goes but uh i'm there for it when it happens i hope it's a little bit a ways away so i can start saving uh because i need that time to start saving for that for sure for sure and
0: i and i've got a baby on the way so any idea uh, i'm accepting all cash donations that's a joke i'm just i'm joking youtube don't get mad at me um but at the same time no I, i have to do the same thing i've got You know, other things I got to worry about, (laughs) which is fine. You know, it's a baby. It's a a whole human. So sure, uh, a PS5 can wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I do want to also mention this, though. You know, it is on launch. I've read that it is also going to be available on PC. But for me, that's just not really not something I've ever played with. I'm just strictly console only. So I don't really view that personally as an option currently. But if you're a PC gamer out there, then yeah, that and you already have a PC, then you don't have to worry about making sure that you have that PlayStation 5 because it is apparently coming to uh, that platform as well. There you uh, go. For those of you that have that. Now, I've also read, though, that it is possible that it potentially eventually comes to Xbox. So it, it's just going to launch as a PlayStation 5 release exclusive. Yeah but eventually it's going to widen out to all of the different consoles, which is interesting. Uh, I think that's something that other games have done now at this point. So it's cool to see that. It is interesting, though. I think it was the flip-flop. I think it was the opposite with the original KOTOR. I think it was Xbox exclusive, and it stayed that way uh, until they started to make it as an app, and you can now get it on your phone, iPad, wherever. Maybe Uh, I should just go to the App Store. Yeah, I guess Just go to the
0: app store. I don't know. Well, Blue Harvest Bricks is back in the chat with us and they said it was before the rule of two. So that's why the Sith are so plentiful. So uh, Darth Malak, I didn't know this. Thank you, Blue Harvest Bricks for enlightening me to that because I didn't know that Darth Malak came before Darth Bane. Um, Because I believe, according to Clone War Season Six, Darth Bane was the one who instituted the Rule of Two. So, thank you so much for that. As far as the PC and uh, PS5 things go, I have I tried to be a PC gamer when I was a kid. I was Mm -hmm. trash at it. You know, I just I didn't it didn't click for me, and I was just disengaged by having to use a keyboard and a mouse. It just doing a console made more sense to me um and anybody that's a pc gamer is rolling their eyes right now because they're like it's so easy like i know you think it's easy i don't (laughs) that's why that's why caleb does all the math around here and i don't so (laughs) it's it's very true so anyway i think it's really cool that it's going to be available on multiple platforms and um looking forward to seeing you know gameplay especially from horvath i think he's going to be like stoked out of his mind when he finally gets a hold of it
1: i think so well I think we have shared. We've made it very evident. We are very excited for this thing. Even though we don't have a ton of history with actually playing the game, regardless, we we are very well aware of this impact, not only on gaming industry, but Star Wars franchise as a whole. So this is big news across the board, whether you're just a gamer or you're a Star Wars fanatic. This is awesome. So you, the listener, the watcher, you tell us, Uh, What you think of this news, whether that's in the live chat, the YouTube comments, if you're watching this back or over on Discord, we would love to hear your thoughts on this. Trust me, we want to hear your thoughts on this uh, because, again, this is just big news and I I love to hear what everybody else has to say. Absolutely. Now, this is our last news piece for the evening. Our last main topic here is all about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, we are going to very healthy, healthily healthily. Speculate. That's what we're going to do here next. I like it. With this next news piece, we got Obi-Wan Kenobi is rumored to be filming at a college swimming pool in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. And the source on this is Bestman Bulletin. Now, my first reaction whenever I read this, saw this come out, was that's a sentence I never thought I would read in my life. Number (laughs) one, because I never thought we would get an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, if I'm being completely honest. And number two, just seeing obi-wan kenobi and the word college kind of uh just throws me (laughs) off i don't know why but it throws me off
0: yeah (laughs) those aren't aren't two words that like you say together on a regular basis
1: absolutely not like when it's
0: like it's it's like saying when i back in college with my bro kenobi like you don't hear (laughs) anybody saying that (laughs) it's an out there kind of thing
1: um yeah so what we'll do here is I have, again, I've relied on those lovely people over at Star Wars Newsnet. And what I've done is I've pulled key quotes from the article that they ran. And again, the main source on this is Bespin Bulletin. So let's let's do our due there and, and give that shout out. But again, I'm going to read some key quotes that I pulled from our guys over at Star Wars Newsnet. And then we're going to, again, speculate. But we're going to keep it you know, healthy. We're not going to make it crazy or be outlandish maybe we'll see we'll see okay maybe here's maybe we'll get out
0: there maybe we'll go crazy I mean, who knows maybe
1: uh maybe obi-wan kenobi uh has something to do with omega, omega. well first of
0: all i've got you and mcgregor here right now no, i wish you just tell me everything <laughs> if only it's like all hey you right. come on in what's up buddy no i, I wish <laughs> all
1: right let's read this quote Best Bespin Bulletin is reporting that blue screens were being set up in and around the pool, suggesting that underwater scenes were being filmed there. Dry ice was also being used, presumably to create a mist effect above the water. This tracks with reports that concept art involving a water planet was shown during last year's Disney Investors Day presentation, along with interviews with Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow. So... First of all, when I read that, I think, man, do I wish I could have been at that Disney's Investors Day shooting scenes underwater? Wouldn't that be something? What do you think when you read that first uh, initial quote there?
0: Well, because I am the behind the scenes junkie that I am. Yes. It's not that weird to me. You said it was weird to you. It's not that weird to me to hear Obi-Wan Kenobi swimming pool. And here's what here's why. he ewan mcgregor has played obi-wan kenobi now three times now going into this fourth time around which is just i can't believe those words just came out of my mouth and we've known about the project for a while and it still seems mind-boggling but you know it's not weird to me because he was underwater in phantom menace he was under well he wasn't underwater but he was constantly drenched drenched in uh, in, on camino and attack of the clones Uh and then he literally, when Order 66 happens, he falls you know, a thousand feet into a pool of water. And in yep. some of the deleted scenes in that sequence on Grievous's battleship, you know, him and Anakin are kind of swimming or, you know, right, you know just right, kind right. of wading through, I can only assume is fuel, not um, water. I don't know how water would work on a spaceship for droids only, but yeah, who knows? It's neither here nor <laughs> there. But, you know, they cut that. So, Ewan McGregor has been on wet sets a ton as, mm-hmm. as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And this is just like, you know, I imagine when the inevitable Disney gallery episode comes out about this, we'll see behind the scenes stuff that, Oh, we're here at this college in Los Angeles shooting these underwater scenes. Yeah. And they'll cut, cut to Ewan being like, Oh, I remember doing this back in 1997 mm-hmm. with Jar Jar Binks. You know, he's yeah. going to say something. I mean, he might not, but I hope he says something like, wouldn't it be cool to get a, a name drop of Jar Jar Binks? Just like, he just throws Absolutely. it out there. Yeah. And, you know, I I'm, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome that we're doing something that's kind of stunty. And I think yeah. it's just to hear something like this being going on and mm. it's not all volume related. Vol- and, yeah.
1: That, yeah. Yeah. That's I, I think it's
0: really, really cool that they're doing something, um, yeah. you
1: know, in a,
0: in a giant swimming pool.
1: Sure. Now, when I read that and I see Water Planet for me, that makes me think for some reason when I think Water Planet, I'm always thinking of Camino personally. Yeah. Uh, but this next quote maybe points to another location. So let's mm-hmm. head to uh, head back to that article and let me read this second quote here. For Real quick unless, before you unless do unless that. Jay's got something, what you got? I
0: just I just want to throw it out there. This okay. is kind of spoilery. Like True. this pati- this particular quote is one of those where you're like, oh, Okay, you like that's a good call? That's a good and call. So so I go didn't even away think about it, honestly, <laughs> mute us and then, you know, kind of check in. And when we stop, you know, talking about this, you know, we'll sure I'll we'll, I'll, we'll, act a, I'll act. I'll we'll act. Yeah, you we'll uh, we'll do our we'll do our best Jar Jar Banks motions or sure. something.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let me read it. Ben Bulletin also reports that a scene was filmed with Darth Vader in the volume, which saw the Dark Lord of the Sith entering a forest sources claim that the scene is reminiscent of Dagobah though Bespin Bulletin is quick to point out that this does not necessarily mean that the scene is definitely set in Dagobah however Bespin Bulletin did report that the scene felt tense like Vader was preparing for a confrontation whether this is a confrontation with Obi-Wan or some other character remains to be seen now I'm just gonna say if that confrontation is not with Obi Wan Kenobi, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I, one
0: can only make wild assumptions. Sure. And you know what happens when you assume. So okay. yeah. Um, but at the same time, listen. I if you were watching on YouTube, you just watched me do a full on deep breath, exhale the whole thing because when I hear Darth Vader. I just have to take a second and Uh kind of like, Oh my gosh, we are still getting Darth Vader after all this time.
1: It really is crazy.
0: I mean, and it's very, I think it's easy to do Darth Vader, you know, and I don't Mm want to, it's kind of like when they talked about with the Disney gallery on the finale of Mandalorian season two, when Luke shows up, Mm -hmm. they said, we have to be careful not to use Luke too much, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't feel that way with Vader. I don't either. I I feel like I
1: can't get enough of Vader. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And like, it's okay if they use him. You know, like if they did in Rogue One, it was just like, it's like little sprinkles. You know, it was just like, you want that donut? You want some icing on it? (laughs) Now here's your, here's your sprinkle drizzle. Like for me, I just really, Darth Vader just makes me feel like a kid. And at the same time struck with fear because I I I look at Darth Vader and I'm not going. Oh, I'm like looking at Darth Vader and most of the time I'm like, oh, it's Darth Vader. But when you hear he's walking through a forest, like real, mm. like like he's getting geared up, kind of like me and you right. before we go Felt live. We're, yeah,
1: Comparing we're like getting for a confrontation.
0: Exactly. And if it is Dagobah, look, you can hope it's Yoda, but like, yeah, you know, it's probably a little far fetched
1: to say, okay, it's Yoda, yeah. but.
0: And even then it might not be Dagobah. It could be Naboo.
1: You know, Wait, I just we got gotta... a wild thought. Do it. Now this is way wild. I'm not saying this is going to happen, it. but when I think of Vader on Dagobah, I think of Luke and empire in that scene where, you know, he faces Vader and it turns out to be him. What if for some reason, this is far fetched. What if for some reason, Obi-Wan goes to Dagobah to speak with Yoda And Yoda's like, look, you need to go down this cave uh, to face your fear. And that's when Kenobi, you know, fully, finally just comes to grips with, that's my brother Anakin that's in that suit that's just wrecking havoc across uh, the galaxy. So it's more so like a vision not necessarily, yeah. you know, them actually du- dueling in that location. I know that's crazy, that's wild. I might have issue with Kenobi and Yoda physically meeting each other like that, with you know every how they separated. Even and the even though it's separated. a even
0: though it's like a force. Oh, you're talking about sorry, you're talking about Yoda and Obi Wan. My bad.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Well, what I do was you just think gonna about that. Well, I think the idea of it's really cool. You know, I don't like you know messing up with what we already have in canon, yeah. and that being um we will disappear until further notice kind of deal which is that yeah and I think that's a little uh difficult because then you've got to be then you have to write out a whole scene about how how it's okay they're meeting up and and the only thing I can think of that would make that legitimate would be if Quiagon. Uh, appears to obi-wan which liam neeson's also been pretty cheeky about that on jimmy kimmel previously so if if he's i've been using the word cheeky a lot today it's kind of a fun word (laughs) yeah that's a shout out to blue harvest bricks over in the uk but um (laughs) they're watching this and going you stupid american but (laughs) but at the same time i think it'd be really cool if we saw something like you know liam neeson shows up as qui-gon and he's like go see yoda and he's like okay and then hops the ship to you know or steals a ship probably to dagobah more likely that would work now my other toss out there to you is not not, and there's nothing wrong with the idea of what you just threw out there because i think that would be awesome no
1: for some reason that's just what i thought of when you were saying what you were saying and and i just blurted it out honestly (laughs) and that's fine i like it i like the idea
0: but i i will i will do maybe not do you one better but like i want to throw this your way
1: do me one better man i will and
0: it it is this why is gamora no um (laughs) that's for tuesdays (laughs) no um geek verse reactions yes and here's the thing i think we who else do we have confirmed returning to kenobi a certain canadian actor hayden hayden christensen yeah 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 what if they're in like listen the force is one of these things that and honestly, I think we could talk about what the force can do for a long time.
1: Oh yeah, that's let's, a deep let's be honest, episode right oh, there. Oh,
0: absolutely. So let's <laughs> let's take a, a little sliver out of this piece of pie here, real quick. That is the force, okay, and talk okay. about this. The the dark side. It, a power it's a pathway to many
1: abilities. Some It is. To be unnatural.
0: <laughs> See, we can never get enough of Revenge of the Sith quotes up in here. Um, and because Sorry, we're talking I about, No, I love it. I don't care. It's fantastic. You keep cutting me off for good reasons. And I need to be cut off more anyway. But here's the thing. Back to this thought. We have Hayden Christensen returning. What if Vader goes into his own kind of Empire Strikes Back Dagobah cave? And he's met with Anakin Skywalker and they have a nice little fight. And, and maybe it's not one of these, you know, maybe it's not exactly like what happened in empire, but we think forest and we think, you know, swampy type and Vader's there in the comics that we've had come out recently, Vader has revisited Naboo. And Mm -hmm. because there's this, I, I mean, I, it makes the most sense to me that it's Naboo. If we're going to if we're going to have a little side quest and go hang out with Vader for an episode or whatever or we cut back and forth between him and Kenobi to me it makes sense okay what if we do find out Vader goes to Naboo goes to some swampy area and he ends up going in his own kind of dark side cave confronts himself kills Anakin and it kind of just like comes back around you know and really like this dude is bad Like the dark side has consumed him because to me, when I look at Vader, I don't see, I don't see Anakin anymore. I just see Vader. But when I see Anakin at the end of return, or I mean, excuse me, Revenge of the Sith, I just see Anakin being bad. I don't see Darth Vader, even though he's already been, you know, dubbed Darth Vader, you know, it's for me, we, I think it'd be really cool to see something within Canon that isn't a comic book or some random story or, you know, a um, certain point of view thing that it really is solidified. He is now Darth Vader. Mm. I mean, he's at this point, he is now Darth Vader. So now Obi-Wan battling Vader in a cave still sounds great. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, for the sake of the argument, it's a little too on the nose of Empire. Um, And I can watch Empire all day. But at the same time, I think it makes more sense for Kenobi if Hayden Christensen fights Vader sure, and we have this, you know, it's like star Wars battlefront two, but like in real life at this point. And it, yeah. it shows the yeah. inner struggle in a very cool yin and yang type of scenario. So that's me trying to do you one better.
1: Well, but, I, I think, you know, you, I think you were successful. Uh, honestly, I love that pitch and to throw something in that, I think maybe while he's on that boo, you want to talk about an emotional scene. Have Vader go to Padme's resting place. Even better. Natalie Portman's working on
0: th- 411 Thunder right now. What if Natalie Portman just jumps over one day and she just shows up in some weird force vision thing and the dark side's mm. messing with Vader? I mean, he just she's kind of like ghostly. It'd be I, really man. cool. That would
1: be I th- really cool. I like There's that a lot of
0: option. There's a lot of options there.
1: Yeah. I, oh, I certainly... This-
0: I was I like doing my Jar thing.
1: <laughs> I like the idea of Vader um confronting his past self to fully commit to the dark side finally and us seeing that. Because really at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you're right. I still saw Anakin. Uh, And then it was in Rogue One that we just get this dramatic shift of, no, this is Vader at this point. And there's some time in between there, and that's where Kenobi is going down uh, during. So that means if they want to explore that, if they want to show, you know, Anakin fully becoming Vader, they certainly could. And uh, hearing that idea... Is certainly persuasive. That that was job well done to you. Job well. You done. know,
0: sometimes the head cannon just comes together <laughs> and it makes a nice little head cannon sandwich, and then yeah. you consume the sandwich and you're like, "That's a good sandwich." Sure, absolutely. I should not. I shouldn't write uh, food reviews. Is what I'm learning about myself <laughs> right now.
1: Fair enough. All right, <laughs> let's get to the last article, or sorry, quote from this article. We got finally. Bespin Bulletin reports that filming for Obi-Wan Kenobi has been mostly shot in order, so these scenes would likely have been filmed for later in the series. If that is true, it would make it more likely that these scenes are part of a confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader, though it's difficult to know for sure. So I think more so just that final quote there just lends itself to thinking that it's Kenobi versus Vader, but certainly does not restrict uh, to being just Kenobi and Vader. So I just wanted to clarify that. So, your, you know, headcanon piece there is still possible. It's right. just, you might might want to go 60 40 in the direction of it being uh, Vader versus Kenobi himself. But I'm just excited for this show regardless. And it's going to be here before you know it. Uh, 2022 is when this show is Spring. expected. Spring of twenty twenty two. I don't. They still have not committed to a release. Okay. Segment. I've just read twenty twenty two everywhere. Uh. So mm. I hope they stick to that. I think we'll find out on that Disney Plus day that's coming in November. Whenever yeah. they start dropping that's trailers true. and and announcements. I really think we're gonna get like a release window for Kenobi, for Andor, yeah. for Mando three, all of those different things. I think we're gonna get that on that Disney. Uh, investors day, but any other speculations that you would like to do with Obi-Wan Kenobi?
0: Well, first of all, I keep forgetting about Disney plus day, which Mm. it's such an important day. I feel like I need to have it like in my calendar on my phone, like giving me notifications daily, like 30 (laughs) days until Disney plus day, which I don't know. It's not a big deal. If I can always just like Google it and find out or someone tell me, but (laughs) at the same time, no, I don't really have a whole lot to speculate based on that other than that, I like this idea of filming chronologically. Mm -hmm. It's not very often that you see movies do that. You'll, I know like just, and because this is a TV show, let me borrow some, some TV knowledge and throw it out there. I know that when they were filming the season two of the office, um, they shot the scene where Jim confesses his love to Pam. um, Like within the first few weeks of shooting that show. Mm -hmm. And, then they filmed the rest of the season, so Jenna Fisher and and uh, John Krasinski had to play it like they never had had kissed before, right. and that ended up being the season finale, like shot of mm-hmm. season two. So the fact that they had to go throughout the whole season pretending like they had n- didn't have that connection says a lot. Now, because th- that's a TV show thing, it it's really cool to hear that this is a TV show that's not doing that because Mm -hmm. you just don't see that happen a lot. You see it where, all right, we're going to film this little bit here on this day. And, Oh, they gave us this one mile stretch of beach for this day. So we have to make sure we're here doing that scene for the third episode here on that day, which God bless those production, um, coordinators who can keep Mm. all that stuff in line because that's a tedious and very important job one i would be absolutely awful at i'm not the most organized guy in the world um (laughs) and maybe some of you are out there like huh okay but others you're like oh yeah we know but (laughs) at the same time you know I, i like that we're shooting in chronological order um to a certain degree i mean you can't maybe do everything in chronological order
1: right right
0: but but like the fact that they're saying, Hey, you know, they're doing their part and trying to make sure that every, everything kind of stays um, in the straight line is really yeah. cool. Really, really nice. Yes. And it, my, I have a one track mind. So to keep that one track going in the same direction at all times mm-hmm. is very beneficial for me personally.
1: Yeah. And absolutely. I
0: think, I think it'll be, it'll help us benefit. Like, Oh, we'll know that they were doing this. Like when we get to inevitably get to this water scene, yeah, you know, when we finally yeah. watch it and if it if we're to believe, let's just hypothetically say it comes out March 1st. All right. Just on a random date. Hey, I hope <laughs> I mean, it'd be great if it came out March 1st. Of course, it, I don't know if that's a Wednesday, but <laughs> if it comes out on like March 1st and it's like they're not anywhere near water, which it'd be stupid if they started in the water because. <laughs> Because Tatooine, sure. but like we go like six or seven weeks or however long the show ends up being down the road, and we're like, oh, they were filming that back in September of 2021, and we're just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I remember that. You know, I think yeah. that would be kind of, kind of nice to be like, oh, that's what was going on on that day, and I, you know, I like, I like thinking that way. For me, that's sure. not so much speculation as it is like, oh, that's cool. I just yeah. appreciate that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, those are our topics. For this week in our Star Wars news, again, we had a bunch to talk about. Uh, I had so much fun talking about all those different things. But what do you think about this Obi-Wan Kenobi being filmed at a college swimming pool in L.A.? Again, <laughs> you, for just, me, you can't I get keep, over that, can you can't get over that sentence? man. I keep <laughs> laughing about it every time I read it, but I guess that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. We we healthfully speculated there. I enjoyed it. I enjoy listening uh, to you, DJ, talk about Kenobi because I have a feeling that you have a better sense for what we could see from this show due to your novel reading based on that Kenobi character, specifically in that time frame and maybe a little bit of toying with Master and Apprentice. Uh, I think that helps. So I love hearing your thoughts on Kenobi because for me, I'm more so with Kenobi. I'm just going into it stoked about vader verse kenobi and outside of that i just can't wait to see what they do
0: yeah i can't i can't say enough about master and apprentice by claudia gray that yeah. was when it was announced at star wars celebration 2019 mm-hmm. it would have been i was like i'm buying this book like the second i saw it i was like i have to get this book and i got the hardback you know first edition um it's sitting on the shelf right now so for me it's like man this is This is one of those stories that I think if you are an Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, I would, and if you haven't read it, you need to. It's an essential part of his story. And I think that, you know, they may pull from places in the novel for the show in certain ways here and there. You know the Lucasfilm Story Group is going to do their due diligence, and and before I get too far ahead of myself, I appreciate hearing what you have to say about all your all of your thoughts, especially when it comes to legends type things. I mean, you have a better legends knowledge than I do up to this point.
1: Okay, Um, sure. That
0: and and (laughs) I, you may think you don't, but I think you do. And um, but at the same time, like you said, I I appreciate you saying what you did about me knowing stuff about Kenobi the truth is is that I just am not using my time wisely and I'm diving into I'm diving into Star Wars too much
1: hey that is using your time wisely
0: fair enough absolutely wisely
1: and also something that I think is using your time wisely on is clicking that subscribe button over here on YouTube uh and checking out Mando (laughs) talk hitting the like button and telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about
0: you never dogs. you never believe this i just watched paul bart drive by on a segway
1: <laughs> hey we, we love it here
0: <laughs> we should put more segways in star wars maybe
1: not yeah we should yeah we should yeah uh, who knows anyway thank you so much for all of our listeners our viewers our supporters out there again We don't have the motivation to continue to do this if it wasn't for you, if I'm being completely honest. Like, the community that we're starting to build, this tight-knit group that we're getting, we're always going to have that. So, if you want to continue to be a part of that, again, do those things that we have mentioned uh, in this episode. But that's all I have. So, DJ, uh, any final thoughts that you want to tell our lovely uh, audience out there?
0: Just that they are a lovely audience. And we (laughs) want the lovely audience to grow by no fewer than 19
1: no fewer no No fewer fewer. we want it to grow
0: greater greater than it than we can even possibly imagine but eight we're sitting at 81 subscribers help us to get to 100 before uh december as i keep saying and uh (laughs) other than that just go read something about obi-wan kenobi Uh and
1: when you're done reading something about obi-wan kenobi tell your mama you love her okay that is the Beautiful. (laughs) Perfect. Let's get out of here. Uh, I have nothing else to say except this. We have spoken.